Hello and welcome to On Mike with Jordan Rich. Great to have you aboard. I want to remind you that you can also check out On Mike with Jordan Rich Late Night Classics, featuring some of the best guests from my long-running late-night show on WBZ. You can download that with the iHeart app and find it on all major podcast platforms as you can this one. My guest today specializes in devising intricate plots of mystery and murder. To look at her, you'd never know it. She's a terrific mystery writer with a fine following that is growing. Paula P.K. Norton is living out her dream as a novelist, with stories born out of her work life in the insurance business. She created Amy Lynch, insurance investigator. She's the star attraction of the latest book, Dead Drop, also Sweet Dreams and Sweet Death and future books in the series. Paula has many fascinating interests, including archaeology, the Association of Former Intelligence Officers, and yes, she is a card-carrying member. She also takes an interest in Paris, in Key West, in fencing. Paula is also a member of Sisters in Crime and the Cape Cod Writers Association. And we're very thrilled that she had the opportunity to take a little time off from her regular routine of bumping off certain individuals and then solving the crimes. Anyway, Paula is here, so let's go on, Mike. Paula, welcome to On Mike. Uh, do I have to be careful? Are, are you plotting to take me out here? No, but I can tell you a funny story. Well, let's start with that. Go ahead. A um, couple weeks ago, I taped a show at WATD in Marshfield. I know the station very well. Do you know Tom Foy? Uh, no, I don't believe so. He and his significant other, Patty Abbott, mm-hmm. do a talk show on mm-hmm. Sunday nights. And I've interviewed with them a couple of times. They're fun. And Tom said to me this time, he said, Paula, will you kill me in your next book? (laughs) (laughs) And I said, Tom, will you say that on air? So he did. And then I said on air, Tom, I would love to kill you. Well, this opens up a whole can of possibilities. Actually, just as an aside, I am so honored that I'm in a couple of other books I'm not just, you know, suggesting that I be in your book. I'm not coming on to you here, but uh, one's a Spencer book written by the the current author of the Spencer series. Who is pretty good. He's very good. And the other one, I can't remember. Uh, it's a thriller, and I'm in there, too, as a talk show host, but I'm alive. So whatever you'd like to do, <laughs> if, I'm not going to influence you one way or the other. Well, <laughs> now I'm working on ways to kill Tom. Okay. And he wants to die on Block Island. There are worse places to die. Yeah, so I'm going to go check the place out, <laughs> see what well, I can find. It's lovely to meet you. I enjoyed reading uh, one of your books, The Amy Lynch Mystery that I read, which was Dead Drop. And before we get into this series of books, and there are at least three, right, that are available now? Three available and two in the works. Wow. Where does this come from, this mystery writing forte? Um, I can't help it. I write mysteries the same for the same reason that I breathe. Mm-hmm. I just have to do it. Now, your character is an insurance investigator. Yes. Were you also in that field of study? I was in insurance. I wasn't an investigator, but I would have loved to be. But you were around it enough that maybe that inspired yes, you. Yes, I was an underwriter for a long time. Yeah. By the way, insurance is not boring in the Amy Lynch world. Thank you so much. <laughs> because there there are investigators all the time, right, who have to confirm or corroborate a claim. Yes. So she's involved in that, but then it gets a lot deeper than that. And then I can make up anything I want once I have a claim to start with. You've got a great personality for this. You love this, don't you? Yeah, I do. 
So let's let's talk a little bit about the origin of Amy and the book series, and then we'll talk about mysteries in general. The first one was what? What was the title? The first published one was Sweet Dreams, Sweet Death. Okay. Intriguing title. What was the inspiration for that one? Uh, my late husband and I went to Key West a lot. We first went down for a wedding, um, and we just kept going back because it is one fun place. Mm. And um, I thought it would be a fun place to set a book. And I used to walk around there early in the morning, and I was the only one up on the whole island. They, um, mm. The island doesn't get going any too early, <laughs> but I got to see the other side of life there. Mm. And it got pretty interesting. So do you start with a location? Is that a trigger for you? I start with a location or the seed of an idea. Mm -hmm. Um, With Dead Drop, my husband and I were in Nantucket having cocktails at the Brotherhood of Thieves. And we would – I said, well, I need a plot. And he said, okay, tell me three things you're interested in. Mm -hmm. And I said, Paris, archaeology, and spies. And he sat back and closed his eyes for a minute, and he gave me the germ of the idea for Dead Drop. Isn't that interesting how uh, an idea can percolate, uh, but it takes someone like a beloved husband who just comes up with uh, the yeah. the spark that sets it off? Absolutely. And I had worked at the dig that is in the story. Oh, you did? I did, yeah. I volunteered there. So is archaeology a, a, just a, a hobby? or it's a, just an interest. Just an interest. I spent one summer in Europe working on a couple different archaeological digs. My mother told all her friends I was in Europe for the summer. She never told them what I was doing. <laughs> Getting your hands dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Digging up relics. Well, let's let's back up a little bit. So Amy Lynch is now the star of three books and two to come. And uh, you're developing a following. And I enjoyed the books very, very much. I reviewed one of them on yes, you did. my radio show and I on, on the radio at WBZ. What makes her special? What is her characteristic that stands out? She's feisty in a good way. She doesn't take much from anybody. Right. She gives as good as she gets, but she's also fun. It has to be a fun character if you're writing her all the time, right? Yes. You, you want to like her. Well, she's pretty much the person I'd love to be, mm-hmm. but I don't quite dare sometimes. <laughs> well, that's the beauty of being a writer, especially a novelist. Yeah. You can create these worlds and, and in the safety of your den. You can make up, make up all kinds of great stuff. There's a quote on your website that says you love coming up with ways to kill people mm-hmm. off. And, of course, these are not real people, so nothing to worry about, folks. But <laughs> we've sort of seen so much. Is it difficult to come up with something sort of original when, when you, there's so much out there? Yes, it is. And I had a fun experience with that when I was trying to figure out how to kill the fencer in the cellar in Dorchester. Let's back up. Fencers, not chain link. We're talking about en garde. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Because why? Why fencing? Because my husband was a fencer. Okay, okay. Um, and he he won a lot of medals. He was good. There's even a tournament named after him. The I'm Jack told. Norton Hangover Open. <laughs> and it, why is it called the Hangover because Open? Because it's New Year's Day. Oh, that makes sense. It does. Okay. But um, I I wanted the dead fencer in the cellar, and I wanted him to be stabbed, and I couldn't quite work it out. So I met. Two friends for lunch one day who are both fencers, and one's also a nurse. And we sat for a couple of hours in this restaurant trying to figure out ways for this to happen, but to have it be an accident. 
and we acted it out in the restaurant. Well, oh, that we, must have been a treat for the waiter. And well, the they finally asked us to leave. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, you know, we Googled until we found the right weapon, and mm-hmm. we we had a good time with it. It is fun, isn't it? Uh, when when you know that it's just designed to entertain mm-hmm. and all that, and and. Research is important because people reading are pretty sharp and they're going to understand – no pun intended. They're going to understand if something doesn't pass the smell test. So tell me about your researching beyond uh, restaurants. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I met a couple times with some retired firefighters Mm -hmm. to get research there. Um, I have a retired police chief I can email anytime I want. That's helpful. So he keeps me – Honest with procedures. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I was trying to have Amy's dog go to a crime scene one day, and I was not allowed to let that happen. Okay. Um, okay. I also can email the chief forensic pathologist for the state of Connecticut. Mm. So you've got a nice cadre of uh, help out yes, there absolutely. when you need to get uh, facts verified and so on and yes. so forth. And you have to get your facts correct enough for people to buy them. Mm. But at the same time, you can make a little up along the way. Well, that's the fun of it, right? Stretching it a little bit. Now, I just want to go back to Dead Drop. That's the one I read and enjoyed. That one involved uh, a connection to World War II. Yes. And the history there had to make sense, Mm -hmm. didn't it? It did. Um, The woman who was um, that Marie Dupre at the the dig, Mm She was my landlady when I lived in Paris. Ah. Her name was Madame Joubon, and she had been in the resistance during the German occupation. For some reason, she had permission to travel to visit her brother in the south of France Mm -hmm. several times. Mm -hmm. I don't know why she got permission, but she used to smuggle back forged passports. So, as they say, write what you know. Exactly. Yeah. And she got caught, and they broke all her fingers. Mm. And she was a fascinating woman, and she was smaller than me. And she was little. Right. right. I think that's the the neat thing about um, characters like Amy Lynch in your series. These are not super women or supermen. This is not uh, Wonder Woman or – this is a a real person with real – Flaws. Oh, you need flaws. It makes them interesting. Exactly. We can identify with that. Now, in Deep Secrets, which is the current book, Mm -hmm. um, I killed off my high school boyfriend. Oh, boy. Something you always had the desire to do, maybe. No, we're still friends, actually. And and he knows I killed him. Okay. Um, And he's okay with it. So it's an honor to be slain in a book. Oh, absolutely. And an awful lot of what's in my books is in my life. Let's talk a little bit about something in your bio. I know about fencing now because you told me about your late husband. But the Association of Former Intelligence Officers. I can't tell you much. You'd oh, have to kill me. Exactly. But you're, there is – first of all, I didn't realize there was an association yeah. for them. George Bush and I belonged to the same club. That's really impressive. Yeah. Trouble was I lost my card. I still have Jack's <laughs> membership card, but I can't find mine. So I used that, to use it for an ID. That gives you cred, street cred, doesn't it? It does. Wow. Very impressive. <laughs> now, Sisters in Crime is a group you belong to. It's actually a national organization, mm-hmm. and they have regional groups. Um, women who write mysteries. We have started letting men in. I want to tell you that I'm a frequent library goer. Mm-hmm. And I'm 
not amazed, but impressed by the number of female mystery novelists, suspense and thriller novelists. I think it's close to outnumbering the men. Well, it's all because of Nancy Drew. Really? Every woman I know who writes mysteries grew up reading Nancy Drew. Makes sense. Makes sense. They were and good books. I once interviewed, uh, not well, probably 10 years back, Sue Grafton. She's good. And was she good. Was good. Yeah. Almost made it to, to the Z. She almost made it to the end of the alphabet. But uh, she would tell me similar stories about how her ideas came about. And oftentimes it's you're just meeting somebody for lunch and you see something across the street or you read a headline and there it is. I, w- I was taking a road trip on, along the coast of Maine with a couple of people and there was a big sign by the side of the road, a billboard that this fellow had put up. He was going to um, have a barbecue. Mm-hmm. Anybody who wanted to come was welcome. He would provide the meats and the salads, bring your own bottle. And my first thought was, what a wonderful way to commit mass murder. <laughs> you're such a sweet, petite, lovely lady, and yet you're thinking about all this grisly stuff. But you're also thinking about the solution, the the solving of the crime. Yes, and that gets interesting. It's fun. Uh, without giving away all the secret sauce, do you have a, a, a particular style? In other words, do you write the last page first as uh, my – experience with John Grisham when I met him at a book fair, he was saying that he writes the last page first and works his way back. I write the blurb. The blurb. And after that, I turn it into an Excel spreadsheet. Oh, okay. By days and by portions of each day. Okay. And with, with Dead Drop, at one point, I had things happening not in the correct order. So I printed the spreadsheet and cut it up and kind of reshuffled everything on my dining room table. You and, did it the high-tech way. And, and then I sat down yeah. and cut and pasted <laughs> it. It worked. So you know pretty much where it's going because— I have to. Isn't it true? I mean, some people I've interviewed over the years say, well, the characters take me where we're going, and they decide where it's going to go. And I'm thinking that's a little hard to buy. A lot of people do it. Yeah. Um, I couldn't. I'm too organized for that. Mm. So in terms of the area where we are, um, we, we've we always been a place of of literature, of letters, but it seems as though more and more people are getting the bug and writing professionally in New England. Cape Cod is huge. Yes. Um, you, you're a member of the Rhode Island Writers Group, you said? Yes. Wow. So what do you attribute that to? Why? Superior colleges here. You get bright, educated people, um, charming venues, and I don't know. I think it's partly because we have a lot of cold weather and we read a lot. Yeah. (laughs) That's very good. And then we go to the beach and read, too. I mean, so. Yeah. And then when you're trapped inside in the winter, you you have to have something to do. Right. So you write a book. You've got a website, which is pknorton.com. No, that has changed. I have a new one. Oh, pardon me. pknortonauthor.com is the new one. pknortonauthor.com. Yes, that is brand new. Well, thank you. I finally got a website that I can manipulate myself. Excellent. The other one was too complicated. I wanted to ask the question that you probably may just think about or fantasize about. Has anyone approached you for a TV or movie treatment? Um, 
No one has approached me, but I would love to approach them. Um, I took a course this past summer on in screenplay, and I don't think that that is the right medium for me. Mm-hmm. But I think the Amy Lynch investigations would make a fantastic TV series. It's got it all there, everything in terms of locations and characters. So who would play Amy Lynch? Have you thought about that? A young Meg Ryan. Oh, okay. <laughs> the problem is, and I don't know how to resolve this, a lot of what goes on in my books goes on in Amy's head. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of the good stuff. Well, and, that's where a screenwriter needs to step in and yeah. help you out. And but now they want you to do all the screenwriting yourself. That is very true. I have a bunch of friends who are local writers who are teetering, and it's a lot of work. Yeah. So I don't know how to get stuff in Amy's head, out to the audience. Well, somebody can figure that out. I hope so, because it would make a good series. And as you move through now with five books, two that are yet to be published, soon to be published, are we seeing Amy evolve? Does a character like this age through these books? Yes, and she kind of matures a little, too. Mm -hmm. She and Pete finally get it right. Um, But it goes along slowly. But that's fun. It is, absolutely. These, these characters are alive. They're... It starts out she mm-hmm. hasn't gotten over the death of her fiancé. Mm-hmm. And little by little, she gets closure there. And then she doesn't want to make a commitment to Pete. And, yeah, it the, goes on from there. And before we close out, one of the future books is set in Dorchester, you said? Yes. Well, Dennis Lehane has made a pretty good living with books in Dorchester. Yes, he has. So, I mean, the, it's funny how you can go exotic like Paris or or Key West, but there's so much meat in a place like Dorchester yes. when you start to dig, isn't and it? And it's kind of gritty meat sometimes. <laughs> gritty <but> meat. <laughs> it's fun. Um, Woods Hole is a great place. Yes, yes. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, the Cape is great. Well, I am thrilled to meet you. Thank you for spending a little time here. Uh, How long does it take you to write one novel? Well, I started in 1993. Okay. Nowadays, it takes me about a year. Yeah, I was going to say, most most average writer's time is about a year to two. Because you need a lot of um, feedback from beta readers, and Mm -hmm. you do a lot of edits. and And you must have book clubs that are following you? I sure hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I followed you and I spread the good word. And uh, And I appreciate it. They're lovely lovely mysteries. They're called, well, the Amy Lynch Investigation Series, basically. Yes. Yes. Have you heard from insurance people, by the way? No. And that kind of is too bad because I worked for Abella Insurance. Yeah. I haven't heard from them yet. They should be excited that you're giving insurance a brand new sense of excitement. Well, one of them did sit down with me and help me with the ins and outs of workers' compensation coverage. I had to get that right. That sounds so exciting. Well, I made it exciting, <laughs> I know, didn't I? Know. I? It does. You, you probably made that guy's day, you know, by, by putting it in the book. And, ah, that's my stuff. I yeah, I hope provided so. That. Well, lovely to meet you. I'm glad you stopped by to do the podcast, and I wish you all the very best with Amy and Thank all— Thank you so much. All the stories that—and, by the way, if you decide to off me, all I'm looking for is something magnificent. I don't care, you know, something really dramatic. You could go out in a blaze of glory. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. She is uh, Paula Norton, pknortonauthor.com, the brand new website. Several books out there, Dead Drop, Deep Secrets, Sweet Dreams, Sweet Death, and Two to Come, and many more to follow after that. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. 
On Mike with Jordan Rich is produced at Chart Productions in Boston with technical assistance from Dan Tebow at Fast Twitch Media. Always appreciate those of you who subscribe regularly and download this podcast. And if you get a chance to review the podcast on Apple, I'd certainly appreciate that as well. Looking forward to our next get-together for great conversation. This is Jordan saying, as always, be well so you can do some good. Take care.
On Mike with Jordan Rich is produced at Chart Productions in Boston with technical assistance from Dan Tebow at Fast Twitch Media. Always appreciate those of you who subscribe regularly and download this podcast. And if you get a chance to review the podcast on Apple, I'd certainly appreciate that as well. Looking forward to our next get-together for great conversation. This is Jordan saying, as always, be well so you can do some good. Take care.